If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Max Hoberman from Certain Affinity, and when I'm not making awesome multiplayer games, I'm listening to IGN's Podcast Unlocked. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, everybody? Podcast Unlocked, episode 173. Palindrome. Palindrome time. Yeah. Yeah, Another one? Yeah, there's another one. Every week? Every every once in a while. Every other week, it's Palindrome. Yeah. Uh, What do we got? A couple shows left before the holiday break. Yeah. Although we got that outtake show on deck for you while we're not here. One of us is going to get fired in that, because I feel like we've said things that I didn't, and I didn't realize were being recorded. (laughs) Yeah. That is fireable, jailable. Deathable. I thought you said J Loable. J Loable. Jiggliable. She's j- oh Jigglypuff. He's a little guy. <laughs> Ty, you brought it back. Well, you know what? That assumes that any of our bosses listen to this show. That's true. Ooh. If you are one of our bosses and listen Please to the show, unsubscribe and email us. Email us at unlocked If you're Steve Butts. Yeah. I'm Ryan McCaffrey to my left, Mitch Dyer. I'm back. What up? What did I miss last week? You missed your way cooler doppelganger, Mitch Powers, yeah. Mitch pa- offering up free copies of Limbo. Wait, is it multiple powers? Mitch, Mitch no powers. one man could Single have all power. that power. No, no, power. multiple like powers. Power, you have, Mitch, you have Mitch Power, singular. Singular power. Okay, singular power. I, I gave him too much credit. He's not that oh. great. He's not that great. He's only got one power, but if you have the right power, one power is enough. His power sure. is the power of love and sharing. That, which is well, a, that's two which powers. Is a, the, a power the world needs Some would of. say one a word. weakness. What? Love? And sharing. Sharing. And sharing. Well, again, sharing. that's two powers. He's yeah. power. Like, love and sharing are different. <laughs> Marty Sleva, how are you? I am doing fantastic. You are dressed to the seven and a half today. <laughs> I was going to say. That's all I strive yeah. for. 7.8. IGN. Yeah, it's IGN. It's 7.8. It's got to be a point yeah, eight. Had to record a, a Game of the Year video today. Got a hot date. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I don't. I didn't do either. I don't have either of those things that's today. That's all right. No. You got a kid. You don't need to. You, you did it already. I have a Dota day tonight. That's me. You're a sad human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, joining us after uh, an extended absence, both at work and, of course, from the show. We haven't had you on in quite some time. Jared Petty, welcome back, my Woo! friend. Thanks, guys. Just, I'm yeah. really happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for inviting me on, uh, Ryan. Of course. It is wonderful to see you. Uh, obviously, our our listeners are aware of uh, what I, mm-hmm. I, not to make you relive it for the seven millionth time. 
but you were uh, you were hit head on by a woman who decided it would be a good idea in her life and the lives of others to get high on drugs. Do we know what kind of drugs yet? Are you? Uh, I, I'm not sure how much I should say. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, if yep, that makes probably sense. Probably a good idea. Uh, so, but I can tell you that we were hit head on by an impaired driver on the Bay Bridge. Yeah, and going, uh, the, she was going the wrong, the way. wrong way up the Bay Bridge, which is a feat. Wh- I was, that, uh. I told my wife, like that's really hard to do <laughs> yeah. on the Bay Bridge because yeah. the way it's laid out. Yeah, it only it only goes one way. So how, how <laughs> she did no that? No idea how I, she got there. Yep. It's like trying to go reverse the Mario Kart. It's hard. Yeah, it's extra. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's very comfortable. Yeah, except with near lethal consequences. Sure. Uh, right. You know, and that's a, <laughs> there's that little caveat. I was actually not particularly badly hurt. My wife was almost killed. Well, which of you um, was driving, if I may ask? Uh, Angie, okay, uh, my wife. So she... Uh, she was sitting on the left side. We were struck head on, but I about two-thirds of the impact really came on her side of the oh. car. I was in about the three square feet of car that was not particularly damaged somehow. Um, I, I really was extraordinarily fortunate. So yeah, uh, Angie is recovering now. Uh, she had some dangerous uh, surgery that went well. Great. Mm-hmm. And um, she's not going to walk for months frankly, yeah. but um, she's in therapy. She's getting stronger. Uh, she does new things every day that she couldn't do before. She had no brain damage. That's awesome. Um, awesome. All and, of this uh, is good news. Yeah, so all great stuff. And the the Podcast Beyond uh, and Podcast Unlocked audiences both uh, just did extraordinary things for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the- unlocked listeners, I thanks is not enough. Um, I can't, I cannot convey because I'm dumb <laughs> uh, the uh, what you what what you did meant for my family. Yeah, That's thanks awesome. to everybody who donated. You know, we mentioned the the GoFundMe link on the show, which uh, you know a couple of our coworkers here were kind mm-hmm. enough to set up. Because yes, you know, and what I think most people get the uh, the, the occasional random. Uh, ignoramus on Twitter is that uh, insurance, <laughs> yes, we have insurance here at IGN, but it doesn't cover everything, particularly in a particularly. Uh, extreme scenario like the one your family suffered from. Yeah, I, again, I, I'm not sure how many details I should go into on that, but, um, you know, um, it's not what you expect. I can tell you that. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm a flaming commie liberal, uh, and, um, <laughs> uh, you know, healthcare for all, please, please, please. Yeah. You can't begin to fathom if you haven't been around somebody this happens in uh, just what the implications are long term for mm-hmm. one's. So yeah. that gift, and not just the financial gifts, though. I mean, what it meant. I I, I, have, a, I have the best job in the world. I play video games for a living. I, I'm a grotesque man-child surrounded by wonderful people. <laughs> also, grotesque man. also grotesque man-children. Also gro- grotesque man-children. Yeah, yeah, and some grotesque women-children. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of us together here. And it's great. Um, and then on top of that, these, these literally uh, thousands of people I've never met. Yeah just decided to be kind and tell me that it was going to be okay. And let me tell you that there were nights that that was the difference between breaking down again and falling asleep. Well, it's nice, you know, sometimes we get caught up in a lot of the uh, the negative vocal minority sure. that, that tend mm-hmm. to dominate the comments on, on, on IGN a lot. But it's that silent majority that comes out for yeah. things like this that are... Uh, and they weren't silent, man. And again, I, I'm sorry, I'm kind of hijacking your, no, your podcast, no, so no, thank you. You're here, here but... I mean, not only do we want to say hello to you, but we have a, a very Jared-centric story. In fact, you literally wrote the story for IGN. We're going to talk about Ralph Bear coming yeah. up, who I think a lot of our readers, our listeners in this case, don't even know who yeah, he is. Absolutely. And so yeah. this is going to be a good segment, which you're mm-hmm, just the perfect mm-hmm. guy for. So we'll talk about that, and we'll give away... Uh, I want to thank, continuing staying on the generosity note... A lot of people sent in more extra codes for Limbo on Xbox One. So nice. we've actually got a legit cool prize to give yep. away for the next 
at least several shows. So thanks to all of you that, that donated a copy of Limbo for Xbox One. We'll tuck that just inside the sleeve of your Guitar Hero Van Halen <laughs> so you find it in there. Which will you play first? Yeah. I wonder. Hmm. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then before we move on, I just want to say uh, Nightfall. Halo Nightfall is quietly... <laughs> Uh, wrapped up. The all five episodes are out there. Are yep. you guys watching it? Any nope. of you? No, I couldn't stomach the first episode, and I stopped. You, could you even make it through the first episode? No, no, I stopped halfway. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I like Locke. He seems potentially interesting, but yeah. like the look of that show. So, so like looking at that show makes me nauseous. Like it just has a gross, <laughs> just has a gross look to it. And like maybe that's the point. They want this world to be like it's about a dying world, right? Yeah. And bad things happening on it. And I just kind of feel ill looking at that show. It's just dark and grimy and grim. Mm. And just unpleasant. And then the story itself is just, like, totally silly. Are you allergic to dystopia, Mitch? (laughs) (laughs) I only subscribe to Utopias here. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, I watched the pilot. Uh, I guess, I don't know if that's what you'd call it. But the first episode, uh, I liked Locke. Uh, That guy's a rad actor, especially on The Good Wife. Heard of that show? On literally every podcast ever. Yep. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, I'm excited for the fact that he is going to seemingly play a very major role in uh, Hill 5. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was in the same way. It, it felt uh, just minor and unimportant to me. Yep. Yeah, I I do want to get caught up on it, but I'm only I'm only two episodes in. I got three yeah. more, and I almost have to like sit down and just I, be like, all right, I'm just, just gonna do. Yeah, this I I, wa- I have not been impressed really sure. by not that I think it's horrible, but I haven't been wowed. It just feels empty. Like I don't think it's like un. I, I mean, I stopped watching it, but I don't think it's unwatchable. I just think it's boring. Yeah, I don't know if Halo just needs Spartans in it. Because they're more interesting. Yes, yeah. I don't know because the books about O and I are really cool. Yeah, I, hmm. I never got quite that far. I've read the first several books, which encompass the games, yeah. and then I think what was what's the one uh, what's the one that ends with them trapped in like a Dyson sphere? I think it was Ghost of Onyx. That's it. That's the last one I read, which was good. But what the hell's a Dyson sphere? <laughs> it's a thing where space time is weird and space thing <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Sure. Nailed this is it. Science Hours with Podcast Unlocked. <laughs> I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Coming up on the show this week. Coming up on Cosmos Wait, Unlocked. was it a Tyson sphere or a Dyson sphere? Ooh, it's like a vacuum. Miles like Tyson, a, inventor a of Skynet. We have to stop this forever. Oh, there we are. Happening. Okay. That's, I don't know. All your sci fi worlds are colliding. Give me out of that sphere. Michael Crichton's Dyson sphere? I'm guessing. Get us out of here. <laughs> That's really good. This is super that dumb. Was really good. No, it wasn't. Yes, oh, it was. Man. Don't do that. Yeah. On our on our spinoff pop culture podcast that some people after last week are demanding we start, we'll have to talk about the Terminator Genesis. Half, a, half of the Ooh. people were demanding we start, and the other half were like, we literally never do that yeah, again. Yeah, like, please shut up. We talked about movies for like 20 minutes. But, uh, the first all 20 right, minutes of so we'll move on and talk about Ralph Bear, Street Fighter V on PS4, Rise of the Tomb Raider, all kinds of stuff right after this. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast on love presents... All right, welcome to the News Unlocked this week in the Xbox news scene. I think it's starting to quiet down a little bit. Yeah. Towards yeah. the holidays. No, yeah, I looked at the new releases this week. It's bleak. It's yeah. pretty bleak. One good game that I actually totally forgot about, yeah. which we'll get to. But first, uh, a, a unfortunate an, an unfortunate death to report this week. Ralph Baer, the inventor of effectively the game console itself, mm-hmm. passed away at age 92. Now, I will admit, having played video games my whole life, I've heard the name mm-hmm. Ralph Bear, but I didn't really know who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys in the I same mean, yeah, for, yeah. for I would say most people, they sort of, in their minds, video games start with Miyamoto. 
mm-hmm. yeah. and then go on from there. But yeah. it's like, well, now they've been around for a long time before 85. Yeah, very long time. Like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, long time. Uh, so, Jared, yeah, you wrote actually the, I don't know if I would call it necessarily an obituary, but a wonderful sort of in memoriam piece. It's a nice tribute. On IGN. Yeah, a wonderful tribute. I wanted to write like a, a short little thing that just said, hey, guys, here's why it was important. And, yeah. and uh, if you haven't heard of him before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Bear was. Uh, extraordinarily important. You know, our industry is very young. We forget about that sometimes. Uh, but but we, yeah, we're not used to people dying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, other than, um, uh, I mean, you think about somebody like Danny Bunton, for example, mm-hmm. that died, or um, oh goodness, uh, inventor of the Game Boy. My brain just went dead. Um, no, Uchi. Oh no, uh, no, uh, no. Gosh, oh, he died this year. Gunpei Yukoi. No, no, yeah. Gunpei oh, Yukoi. Actually, year. that was a while ago. Uh, was yeah, it? I thought it was, it was when yeah. I was at TGS. He was ki- he was killed. No, no. Gunpei Yukoi was killed in a car accident years yeah. ago. Um, what am I? Who died at TGS? Uh oh, I don't know who died. Hopefully, did you? No. Are you a ghost? <laughs> okay, so no, Marty's gonna, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look Marty's up, looking up who's dead. In the meantime, I'm just embarrassed <laughs> for forgetting Gunpei Yukoi's name. Um, but okay, so Ralph. Here's Bear. Marty with who's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ralph Bear uh, is this uh, television engineer, immigrant to the United States. Uh, did all kinds of things. Inventor extraordinary. Invented, yeah. you know, everything from voice-activated intercoms to parachute systems. <laughs> and he uh, he liked to work on television. So he had a degree in that. And he, he looked at the TV one day, uh, according to his accounts, probably sometime around the, in the 1950s, and said, what can I do with this besides watch TV? And he got the idea for interacting with the television, that it might be possible to play a game, to take direct control of the image processing and combine that with some kind of logic circuit right. and make games. And, you know, we take that for granted, but Ralph Bear was one of the first guys to come mm-hmm. up with that idea. Yeah. Uh, and then he did. Now, there are other people who did neat things with screens before that. You know, Willie Higginbottom, uh, he used an oscilloscope to make Tennis for Two, which was kind of a, a volleyball-type game. And there were a couple other examples early but on. it wasn't Steve. a tennis game? It was uh, a volleyball game. Tennis for Two. Well, okay. T- yeah, was, okay, I was My whole life has been a lie. No, no, I, I told her wrong. It's, it's more of a tennis. Yeah. It was also um, a palindrome. Yeah. There, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then Wait. there was, uh, no. you know, of course, Steve oh, Russell no, wasn't Marty. Uh, and the MIT kids that, that got together and invented Space War on a PDP computer. But again, they were working with a computer. They're like, this is a thing that is inherently interactive. Their yeah. whole thing was like, hey, how do we make this do stuff? Ralph Baer looked at a TV, which already had a purpose, and was like, oh, what else are I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. And in 1966, he got to work on it in earnest, uh, kind of as a passion project. He made a list of video game genres. Uh, like action games and sports games and educational games and artistic games. And, you know, a lot of the ones that, that make up our, our genres today. And then he just hardwired this thing and built it. Uh, it was a, He called it the brown box. Later he called it the skill-o-vision, uh, which was a cute little play on. <laughs> Makes me television. hungry yeah. for some reason. <laughs> but it was finally marketed uh, as the Odyssey. Magnavox licensed the thing. He worked for, like, a defense contractor. And that's where he did the work on this thing. And, of course, they had no idea how to sell the thing. So Mag- Magnavox marketed it. Magnavox didn't realize what they had. Uh, apparently they made about 350,000 of them. And it, was, it did all kinds of neat stuff. It, uh, it was cartridge-based. Now, the cartridges weren't ROMs. They actually hit dip switches inside the unit to change the games. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and it had wired controllers. Now, he wasn't the only guy to come up with that idea. The MIT kids did that with Space War too. Got the idea that it's really hard to like you know reach over and touch the console and control, so make a little wired controller. And he was like, uh, I think Chris Kohler originally made this point, um, it was a TV engineer, so you thought, like, vertical, horizontal. So they put, like, vertical, horizontal knobs on it, and that's how you controlled it. It didn't have a joystick or anything. Yeah. 
but but still a really neat innovation. And he put all these different games into it. The graphics were so primitive on Odyssey that you had these screen overlays that you stuck to your television set mm-hmm. that came in the box. Like the with Call it. of Duty cheaters do now. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I remember in college we used to take uh, post-it notes and put it over the radars in GoldenEye, uh, so we couldn't see <laughs> each other. You can just other. turn uh, the radars off. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you, one of the cheats is no radars. Well, I'm really stupid. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, didn't have access to Nintendo Power that year. <laughs> what did Ralph do? What did Mr. Bear do in his later years? Okay, so yeah, R- Ralph Bear does this, invents this, and they, it never took off. He knew what he had. Magnavox didn't, and he just went on and kept inventing things. He loved doing that. The thing you might know him best for, beyond honesty, you know Simon. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, I'm a boop, kid boop. of the '80s. Yeah, Ralph Bear invented Simon. No what? kidding. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. That thing. Yeah, he invented Simon. He invented all kinds of stuff. He invented he, Tamagotchis. Uh, no, he did not invent Tamagotchis. Okay. That was Bondi. But okay. did um, he invent Tiger handheld gaming consoles? He did not. Although, ti- well, okay, that did anyone really invent those? Those just dropped from the heavens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Those yeah. are like a primordial. Just a crack opened up in the earth. <laughs> it reeked of sulfur, and, and then one of those came out. Came out. Yeah. Yes, bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Best one was Bo Jackson football and baseball that you flipped, like to play both yeah, of them. That's awesome. the two sports screens. Star. That's wow. actually awesome. My grandparents gave me that for Christmas. Christmas one year when I wanted a Game Boy. Uh, I love it very much. Oh, man. So there's uh, – yeah, uh, he invented that. He invented, like, recordable talking electronic children's books and, uh, you know, uh, like video cassette interfaces that let you do voice stuff. With, it, just all kinds of neat stuff his whole life. He invented – apparently up to he died at the age of 92, he was still inventing for fun. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, Bear is uh, – you know, we don't know. Nobody's ever told what would have happened. But along with um, along with uh, Steve Russell and the MIT kids, along with Nolan Bushnell, who really got the idea for how to do an arcade game right, and you know, and a few other people, he's one of the true founding fathers of video games, mm-hmm. and he did invent the idea of home video game consoles. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Cool dude, and yeah. uh, losing him, you know, he's, he's he's not been in the midst of things for a long time. But these guys matter. Guys, our history yeah. is is precious. And again, we're kind of still we're just coming into like the end of the silent film I was era. Just, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, like we owe him it. everything, right? Yeah. Now. Someday there will be a proper. I mean, I'm sure it exists somewhere in some form, but a real like video game museum. Actually, so that's are... happening. Um, Good. Uh, I, yeah, I've got some news on that from uh, David Crane and uh, Gary Kitchen, uh, who I had dinner with a few weeks ago before the accident, and informed me that the Video Game Museum Initiative, which has existed for years, is yeah. finally getting a home. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. So uh, when I have more news on that, I, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to reveal yet, but I can Fair tell enough. you that You're that's keeping happening. a lot of things close to the vest. So, yep. Sorry. Yep. I'm yep. kidding. Haven't <laughs> 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 yeah. even told us your secrets off the air. Yeah, yeah. So I have many others. Also, uh, a lot of people have referred to Ralph Bear as the Jay Allard of his time. (laughs) Take a shot, fans. (laughs) Marty just crowbarred one in. So, guys, Uh, learn more about this guy. He wrote a book called Video Games in the Beginning. Uh, It's got, like, his schematics for all this stuff, his patent applications. You can still build a brown box using his plans. Uh, if you really want to. Um, and uh, he was also, you know, he ne- he made money off of the stuff, but he never became like the entrepreneurial figure that, right. that some of the tech whizzes did. You know, Steve Jobs was a good marketing guy, so he got a lot of press. And, and Nolan Bushnell had a lot of neat ideas, and he became, and Miyamoto, some of these yeah. guys became. But uh, he, he may have profited less directly than, than yeah. some of those guys did maybe, and certainly became less famous. Because of that, and because of a lot of litigation stuff, sometimes the tone of some of the writing is kind of like, well, really, guys, I did it. you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But don't hold that against him. He had a lot of legitimate grievances, yeah. too. So, Well, rest in peace, Ralph Bear. It passes away at age 92. Without him, we wouldn't be able to argue about things like third-party console Woo! exclusives. That was really good. 
That so was amazing. That. Like yeah. that? I just got excited. That was, <laughs> that was kind of Ric Flair right there. <laughs> we call it Flarian. I'm trying to see Flarian. if it spiked on the, the waveform there. I don't see it's. I broke a glass. A, yeah. a little bit. The windows step of IGN your, step shattered. Your game up. Yep. So, uh, a little baby waveform. Mitch. Yes, sir. The latest salvo has been fired uh, after, after the Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider thing. Yep. Sony has struck back. Correct. The Sony strikes back. And Are it you is... calling Sony the Empire? I don't you know. Just right. Everybody's the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's there the are Empire. no rebels. Yeah. We are the rebels. If anybody, Nintendo is <laughs> the, the, the rebels. <laughs> Nintendo is like the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Ichiwawa. Yeah. <laughs> Yub nub, etc. Yeah, Street Fighter V was officially announced after it got leaked. It is a PlayStation 4 and PC exclusive. With cross-platform play. Which is amazing. Except, I I mean, and I'm not saying this to troll, I don't know anyone that plays fighting games on a PC. Okay, so for me, PC was was less about personal computers and more about this is also going to be an arcade, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That could be too. That's sort of like where I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, in theory, like, Fighting games on PC makes a lot of sense in a world where Steam boxes aren't a total myth. Uh, True. I, I do it, but I have a pretty decent PC. and, and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, You're a weirdo. But, yeah. but, I mean, just, like, <laughs> the setup of most people it isn't conducive to, like, a fighting yeah. game, right? Like, you right. don't sit but, there with two arcade sticks in front yeah, of your PC. Yeah, my living room is rigged through unless, my PC. Yeah, yeah. But so, let's exactly. talk. I mean, so this is, you know, this is not coming to Xbox. I'm we're sh- I'm sure that Super Street Fighter Five will yeah. come out for Xbox sure. One in a six. Are you are you sure months. of that, my friend? <laughs> I'm never sure of anything. If anybody <laughs> listens to the show long enough, they know never to believe any of my predictions. <laughs> I think we owe each other like a hundred lunches. Did I? We had a lunch bet. Did we? What I don't was know. The last I'm one? almost positive that Vince owes me a steak dinner for the Destiny Two thing. Yes. So. I, that is going to taste mm, good. But we had the the lunch bet that was basically the, oh, pre- you, the premise of it was just so we can go to In and Out. Right, you wanted to lose just so. Yeah. Oh, what was that's the why that entire dumb In and Out. It's the Xbox what? price that the price. That's is right. right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So we'll find out in January. What is yep. with you guys in In and Out? I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. It's we like get, uh, z- zealots know, in church. To each their own, my friend. <laughs> Why well, you gotta judge our, our burger habits? I'm sorry. I just so uh, it, it, I got one right across the street. It just doesn't feel special. That's fair. Well, maybe one day when you move away, you'll be like, now I'd be I sure. Have, I should have treasured it more. I am a hundred percent going to In and Out for dinner tonight. Oh I went How is this yesterday? happening again? <laughs> I'm having the this is PTSD. What is going on? Why is it happening? Deja vu? What are we talking about right now? Street Fighter Five. Three by three, three for the yeah. win. Uh, sorry. Street Fighter so, five by five, please. Three by three. Is oh, now there's a there's an In and Out burger right there. So, uh, do you guys think this is going to continue? We've had each company sort of fire fire off a, a salvo here. Are there are more games going to get this treatment? Where are there third party franchises that they're going to get bought up, or you know, the next iteration of it will get right, bought like, up? Right. Like, do we see one? Assassin's Creed Victory exclusive to PS4 or whatever? Right? Or is right. Resident Evil Seven? Whenever that happens, or a Resident Evil reboot, is that going to be a console? Jared, system? what do you think? I was, I, okay, speaking purely off the cuff, I think it's a, a matter of pocket depth. You know, money hunting's been going on for a long time. This is hardly the first time this has happened. It's not going to be the last. It's a mm-hmm. if I it, console exclusivity used to be a, a, a bigger selling point than it is now. Maybe they're realizing, hey, if we have games the other guy doesn't, yeah. that's great. So, yeah. You know, I mean, everybody. So it, maybe it's worth dumping a whole lot of money in to, to, to push some consoles. I mean, you saw what happened with the price reduction with uh, with the Xbox already. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If, if I've got the pockets, I'm going to bleed money yeah. to pull up some exclusives right now so I can say i got something the other guy doesn't. Yeah, sure. Absolutely, it's going to yeah. happen more. I think it will, but it won't happen the way we expect. Like, this is an anomaly that will not... Ex- 
persist throughout the rest of the generation because the the purchases Microsoft is making, excuse me, are strange. And they have been for years. I mean, the Rare acquisition at the time was like, wow, they got one of the best developers in the world making nothing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Right by Ghoulies. They acquired uh, Mojang and now... Like, they don't get... It's not like they have Minecraft exclusive to Xbox One because mm. that's not what that company is. Right. So I don't know what they're doing there. I, maybe the next Minecraft game is an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, there know. may be something that you know, we don't that's well, just Or you out license it out for exorbitant fees. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that could be it too. But it just seems like, a, from the outside looking in, it is a strange purchase. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider makes more sense. Like, mm-hmm. that is... You are well, stealing a PlayStation brand out from underneath And Sony. I think Tomb Raider... I mean, with all due respect to Street Fighter, I think Tomb Raider casts a bit of a wider net than Street Fighter does. I mean, the fighting games are popular, but they're yeah. kind of a, just a... I don't want to pigeonhole them to say they're a niche genre, but mm-hmm. I think the there's a very fervent but smaller community for fighting games than there is for, say... A Tomb Raider style action mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. But uh, Street Fighter is easily the most accessible. Absolutely, of, you know, in terms of and like what people name. know about. Well, and, Street exactly, Fighter, and that's, like, that's along Street with Mortal Kombat. Kombat. That's, yeah, that's my big thing. Is like, yes, I think Tomb Raider will sell more than Street Fighter Five, regardless of exclusivity. Like, like you said, that is a game that people just are more gravitating toward based on what it is. It's more mass appeal. Street Fighter is. The brand awareness, like the fact that Street Fighter is now a PlayStation brand, right. looks really good for That's Sony. True. That's Street true. Fight, like Marty might not play Street Fighter, but him looking at that is like he can see that and perceive, wow, that's a huge deal. They have Street Fighter. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's funny because literally, was it last week on this podcast where we were talking about that rumor that always exists that Microsoft's going to buy Capcom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like, well, whoops. <laughs> well, whoops. It, you know, it is interesting that you bring also, that up. Also, that sounds Marty, like a terrible investment. Yeah. Maybe they'll is, do it. This is now the second major uh, Capcom IP that has gotten this treatment because remember Dead, Dead Rising, Rising Three mm-hmm. was was given Microsoft you know ponied up and yep. and sold it as a first party game and it's never come to any PlayStation platform. It came to PC. Yeah. But yeah. So and Capcom is a company that we've talked a lot about <laughs> a lot about regarding how they've really uh, suffered in recent years compared to you know the early part of the last generation when they were just on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're kind of you know floating along and you know you mentioned Resident Evil like mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7 was like maybe yeah maybe Microsoft does be like does say hmm we don't really have cuz remember Phil on this show when the last time he was here and we interviewed him he said he kind of looks at genres like yeah. what and Tomb Raider fills Makes a void cuz yeah. Yeah. Survival horror is not has never area. been anything anyone associates with an Xbox. Well, and yeah. yeah, Microsoft doesn't have a first party yeah. game in that category. Yeah. Whereas you know maybe. Sony has Until Dawn now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe a maybe a Resident Evil does make sense. Yeah. To, for for Phil to swoop in and be like, okay. I mean, they've also they never... got Capcom on speed dial. Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> they've never clarified Silent Hills, right? Because I mean, obviously PT was a. PS4 exclusive, but have That's they true. ever just come out and said, hey, Silent Hills is coming to everything? I don't believe so. No. But they've also not said it's an exclusive, right? They've no, they haven't they said They've not announced no. any platforms no. for Silent Hills. Except like, PT uh, is a PlayStation game, Silent Hills, we don't know. What about Wii U's? You think it'll come to Wii U? No. That's a weird thing to say? No. <laughs> no. 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 So no. Phil Spencer did comment on this on Twitter on the Street Fighter <clears> thing. He <throat> said, quote, business deals happen. We don't do all of them. When we have a first-party franchise in a genre, mm-hmm. I'd rather invest in ours. He Killer says. Instinct. Uh, exactly. And that was exactly what he cited. Oh, okay. And so he said, uh, regarding the next year for Xbox, Spencer said, quote, 
We'll have surprises, announces, and great games shipping in 2015. We'll deliver on all three. Which actually kind of brings me to the next point I wanted to bring up here was uh, the PlayStation experience that just happened mm-hmm. this past weekend. Mm. As it, in the eyes of an Xbox fan, uh, to me, I looked at it and said, bravo, Sony. You mm-hmm. really engaged your hardcore faithful there. Yep. You, you had mm-hmm. this big event in Vegas that was, you know, everything in society now has a con. Sure. Comic-Con, Dragon Con... LARPercon, Minecraft Con. I'm so happy you evoked Dragon Con. That yeah. just makes me throw. <laughs> there's, there's a furry. There's con. a furry con. There, there, seriously, there, but there is a con for everything. And now Sony just threw PlayStation yeah. Con, Sony Con. Yeah. And it does make a lot of sense because yeah, you just re-energize the, those faithful. And it does. I, I did kind of look at that and go, man, I wish Microsoft would do yep. something. Yeah, I was like about to that. say, like, let's veer off, like, go a little bit off topic, off off script here, and talk about do you think microsoft will have one do you think microsoft will respond because they don't strike me as a company that has any interest in an event like this at all well i think they didn't for but you you remember you they kind of did this with the like x05 x06 yeah you know years ago but they stopped in like 08 correct and then it sort of devolved into i say devolved and that sounds sort of derogatory but whatever the they would have a spring showcase around gdc for media only yeah uh, and then that's even gone away. Yeah. And now they just hold all their stuff for E3. Would they call it Micron? <laughs> I think they'd get sued for that. <laughs> no, they oh, just okay. channeled the Destin right and there. Do you, think they own, do you think they own Minecon and they can just have that now? Oh. <laughs> With a little corner for the Xbox? Oh. Yeah. People who own but, Mojang But, Con? you know, yeah. I would love to go to an Xbox. Like, if, if Phil decided to bring it back, I'm like, all right, we're going to have X15 in... San Francisco, California. Where, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, somewhere nice. That's AT&T like, Park. <laughs> somewhere where I can crawl to. Uh, 625 yeah, 2nd Street, 3rd floor. Yeah. Somewhere for fans to <laughs> go, it. you know. it's uh, Let's say, what's a good time? Maybe August, like maybe right before Gamescom. Yeah, like right after E3. Yeah. You have a ton of demos you can show. Yeah, and, and then other announces you could hold for that. Yeah. You could have, you know, Sony. I thought the PlayStation... PlayStation experience. I thought it was cool that they had panels yeah. with yeah. Uh, people like uh, uh, Greg, Greg, and <laughs> yeah, our own people. No, but I mean, yeah, it was Sean Jay-Z Murray, yeah, and Tale, from Tim Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. The uh, thing is, I don't think Microsoft has like Phil talks about. We have announcements coming. They don't have enough to facilitate an event like this. We don't know that though. And traditionally, that. I mean, like traditionally, yeah. they don't. And when they do have announcements like indie games, like Sony has, Sony is so good about making me care about indie games. That's true. Especially games like Bastion I've already played. When Marty's going to replay Grim Fandango, yeah. like we hooted and hollered in the office when they announced Grim Day, Fandango, of, the uh, Day of the Tentacle. Day of the yeah. Tentacle. Like it was awesome. It just it was so many awesome games that. You know, would never get stage time at E3 because they're tiny. That's true. That's true. But when you have them in such rapid succession like Sony does, it's just like games, 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 games. This console has 30 games coming in the next year that I now know about. That's amazing. I couldn't list 10 Xbox games off the top of my head. Well, I'd say I started, I kind of went into this on Twitter a little bit, and (laughs) I feel like the strategy, you know, for two boxes that are fundamentally almost the same thing on the inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the strategies to get to the end goal, which is market domination, couldn't be more different. You've got Microsoft taking the strategy of tentpole, huge franchises that, you know, one Halo game sells as much as half of the entire Sony first-party yeah. lineup for that yep. year. Uh, you know, so they, they go for those events, like just, like, you know, like the equivalent of a summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony has been... 
I don't want to. I'm not. I wouldn't put it as quantity over quality, but you know, just they've been they've been content to take risks on funding all these smaller, interesting ideas. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't buy a console for any one of them. Sure. But taken as a whole, like wow, well, that that platform now is suddenly pretty what was cool. the, yeah. the the legendary IGN Jim Riley bet? Like he bet that Gears of War three would outsell every Sony With exclusive Colin in Moriarty. that year. And, yeah, and it, like and it outsold Uncharted two and God of War three yeah. and yeah. all of these games that you you would expect to sell huge. And it's like no, like Microsoft's franchises, they're big franchises. Big. They sell, but yeah. it's huge. I remember, re- you know, listening to to game writers and commentators for years talk about how, as as the mid level studios fell away, that that wonderful PlayStation era world where smaller games and larger games could coexist mm-hmm. on the same platform in the original PlayStation. Yeah. That, that the great time that we had there were just big games, little games, all kinds of games coming and coming and coming, yep. and great game, and that that was not going to happen again. Well, it looks like somebody at Sony looked at that and said, "Well, well, maybe yeah. we can find a way to, to make an this extent, work." I actually feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe you guys will disagree. I feel like Sony is almost running. Microsoft's own playbook from the early 360 era. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Signing on, yes. you know, indies, well, not, and not indies, and I'm talking about like sort of lower, like lesser B, known like PC, yeah, double B, A B titles. Yeah. And I don't, again, not in a derogatory no, of way. Course. Just, just like financially, not, they're not huge. They're right. not going to get Call of Duty and Destiny and marketing. Those are the games that Microsoft had all over the place in the early days on 360, and then it's they've sort of seemingly shifted their strategy. And it works. The tent poles. Shadow Complex is one of the best-selling XBLA games of all time. Yeah, they, like they, best-selling they, Xbox games. It's huge. Yeah, like obviously aside from like multi-million discs. And I'm not saying, and I'm not knocking either strategy. I just think mm-hmm. it's. I think they're both. They make both consoles worth having. I said yes, I, I yeah. just bought a PS4 on the Black Friday deal because nice. I knew I wanted to have a, sure. both consoles eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, I knew the Black Friday deal with the way the PS4 has been selling, it's probably the best deal I'm going to get for a while. And so, yeah, now like I'm stoked to play the Halos and the Quantum Breaks and the Forces yeah. on on Xbox. And I'm stoked to play, you know, the... Uh, you know the Grim Fandangos yeah. and the the forests yeah. on PS4. Yeah, and I think it's it's just awesome that that we've kind of we're covering off on all bases. But yeah, it does. It, it is interesting, I think, to see the the diametrically opposed strategies that seem to be going on yeah. here. Yeah, it's fascinating. I play so many PC games now that I often forget about the variety of games on consoles. Like the exclusivity thing, like this is coming to PlayStation but not Xbox because it's already in my mind associated as like being available, like the forest. Right. Yeah. You saw that trailer and you were like, I'd never heard of this. Yeah. And Turns out it's on Steam early access. Yeah, it's right just now. been there and it's awesome. And it's just, like it's just weird to me well, that like we still think in that way, right? Yeah. I don't and, know. And to that exact point, that was the game that actually made me I tweeted this out and it got, you know, a lot of actually mostly intelligent, smart responses. And it's you know, I'm a g I've had on my shopping list, I would love to get in the next year a new iPad, but it's like that's expensive. You know, yeah. it's not a cheap thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I have an iPad, I use it all the time, and it's getting a little long in the tooth. And I, I have a really old computer. I don't do a lot of play a lot of games on it, but I just need a new computer straight yeah. up because mm-hmm. I'm running. It's pretty old, but if I'm going to do a new one, I would want to do it right. And I talked to Dan Stapleton, our sort of PC expert, and he's like. Yeah, you know, about a thousand bucks to really build something sweet. Yep. I know there are mm-hmm. people out there like, oh, you could do five hundred, yeah, yeah. whatever. But mm-hmm. to me, when I look at things like the forest and and all these other, you know, Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle, I I say this in a totally nice way, complimentary way. I think that the PS4 is the most affordable gaming PC you can possibly <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes, it's actually because, a really good point because yeah. it is getting so much steam runoff that I mean, you talk to somebody like Colin. Like, he's 
patient. He will wait. He saw Shovel Knight, and he's like, this game's incredible. Can't wait to replay it on Vita when, it's in, when it inevitably comes to Vita. Yeah, yeah. And it did. Like, everything is coming to PlayStation because they make it so easy for devs to get onto all three platforms. Yeah, and so many of the rad, like, indies... Uh, you know, between Vita, PS3, and PS4 are games like Hotline Mammy and Rogue Legacy and Spelunky. Like, all these games that, yeah, yep. you could have been playing on PC a while ago, but mm-hmm. now you can play it on console. And, yep. and it does seem like Microsoft has been hesitant to sign those kind of games, yeah. whether it's because of the whole indie oh, yeah. clause, you know, the yeah. parody yeah. clause or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, it's not to say Microsoft doesn't have that stuff because... Volga the Viking was just free on Xbox Right, one. and one of probably my... I would say, along with Halo 5 and maybe Quantum Break, the, the other game I'm most excited about for 2015 is Inside. Yeah. Ah. And, and oh, don't, don't forget about Ori. And Ori's going to yeah. be great, too, yeah. when that ships in early 2015, you know, and just mm-hmm. not not long from now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're out there, but it does seem... Sony's been very, very aggressive yeah. about it. And they're making it, it, again, not... One of those games, none of them say, I gotta buy the console for that sure. game. Yeah. But, but it's about the quantity. It, it starts building up where it's like, wow, this is an impressive <clears throat> library of interesting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I didn't see coming, I remember, you know, when they were doing the, the PlayStation introduction for the PS4 and they hauled all the indie developers out on stage. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, it's the first year. This will give them lots more, you know, in their catalog for that yeah. first year. This will yeah. br- bridge the gap to the, I don't, what I didn't see coming was that they're just gonna keep at it. Yeah, um, I mean, because that's like, hey, yeah. it wasn't a BS I mean, thing Sony, in the beginning. Right. First party studios are, you know, they've kind of had a slow start to the generation. Uh, yeah, games like Killzone and Drive yeah, Club have had really. A, they had a, let's put it. I mean, they had a horrible. They've had a horrible fall as far as games go. Sure. Little Big Planet Three is the only PlayStation game of yeah, that had a rocky, that had a rocky launch, and Drive Club, both of them. Drive Club, which was an online nightmare, whereas Microsoft had their own online nightmare with Master Chief Collection, but also. Sunset Overdrive, Forza. which is one of my oh, yeah. you know game of the year picks, yeah. and yeah, Forza, which is amazing. Yeah, and we don't know. Uh, we know a lot more about what Microsoft first party studios are doing in 2015 and 2016 than we do with Sony. That's like, we true. don't know what that other Guerrilla Games game I mean, is. We don't know what Sony yep. Ben's doing. And it is. It's already taking shape. I mean, you can see why it's like you want to have an Xbox in 2015. You look at their. I can predict their fall lineup right now. I'll bet you Quantum Break ships in August because Remedy is uh, August. not known for getting things out quickly, but then when they get it out, it's amazing. Yeah. So I'll bet you I'll bet you it's going to be like that cool August window, sure. which has become you know popular in recent years. The pre-get-out-of-the-way-of-October like, yeah. window. <laughs> August for Quantum Break. Uh, September is Forza Motorsport 6. October is Rise of the Tomb Raider. And November is Halo 5. That's We're, a uh, sick lineup. You've got to have an Xbox that. So totally separate quality concern. Where's yeah. Fable fit in that? Uh, I don't... I think... Like summer? Earlier? You think? I think maybe another probably, August game? Maybe, yeah. Probably... I, I'm not sure... I don't even know what to make of Fable. Yeah. I, I've been vocal about... It's a weird game. How I haven't liked what I've played. I don't like... The direction that it's taking the franchise. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I'm. I wonder if Microsoft knows what they want. I'm sure they know what they want to sure. do with it, but I don't. I don't. I couldn't even hazard a guess as to what. Hmm. I don't think shipping Fable Legends as we have seen it as a holiday AAA game is yeah. a good idea. I think. I think you're right. I think it's. It's. It's like a make it a summer game. <laughs> try to get it some organic. Uh, word of mouth. Yeah. And maybe it'll get going. You think Forza Six is going to come out next year? Hundred percent. Yes, I would absolutely make another in and out bet on it. Stop! <laughs> what? You guys have a gambling addiction. 
Come on, yeah, man. That's Come on. I'll give you odds. I'll give you odds. <laughs> he he just wants more hamburgers. He just wants more hamburgers. It's like wimpy. Then what's 2016? Crackdown Gears? Crackdown, Phantom Dust, Gears of War. Uh, Gears will be the November game. I would also bet there's a Gears, Gears of War collection toads. next year. Yeah, there's a good chance. Good like chance. one, two, and three in like yeah September October. No judgment October. thrown in there. Just no. the Marcus Venus. No, oh, Marcus yes. Gears of War collection. Boom! I did it. You're welcome, Phil. I did it. Take that one it's straight working. to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the I bank and the it. check will bounce. Isn't it like the third like like Anakin Skywalker thing you've done today? I've been doing a do lot of Anakin stuff today. You have been. I love that Jake Lloyd. Face, <laughs> Facebooking with He's Jake Lloyd. He's going places. Facebooking with Jake. Is this pod racing? I can't tell. Is this? This is pod racing. Okay. <laughs> I got it. So, uh... <laughs> well, I'm... this podcast is now just floating in space. Adrift. <laughs> Someone talk about that right now. <laughs> Ryan, Please, someone say, say something. something. Stop it. Ryan, I'm leaving you, I'm I'm leaving you out to dry. <laughs> Ryan. You got one more in you? <laughs> something orth. <laughs> I don't know. God. This is not a, like, this isn't things anymore. This, this segue is... isn't orth making uh, right now. I'm so sorry, Adam. Ooh. Adrift, spelled 1997-style, yeah. ADR1FT. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it ADR1FT. Maybe that's the real name. It's actually uh, ADR1Foot. That sounds like a one rapper. <laughs> ADR1Foot? Yeah. Sounds like a... <laughs> actually, ADR1FT, that's my license plate. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mitch, what is this game? Yeah, Talk so... to me. This was announced at the Game Awards. So one, it... About the only Xbox game announced at the Game Awards. Microsoft sat it out. Yeah, they did. Uh, Adrift... So this is the Adam Orth game. Uh, Adam Orth was a creative director at Microsoft. He was the uh, hashtag deal with the guy. He became an independent developer after that and announced that he was doing this space game called Adrift. And very few people had seen it, but those who had were tweeting about it as like, yo, this is like Gravity the video game. You just... You wake up in space and... You just figure it out. There's no combat. It's all like for he calls it a first person experience. FPX. <sighs> nope. See again, 1997. What's with the That's, X? Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, and it's it's just about like you are this astronaut, and the very very short demo they show during the game awards is her trying to find oxygen hmm. and like floating through Wait, this. Do we know it's a female character? Did yeah. She. I mean, it's, I just couldn't remember from the. There's trailer. no dialogue, but it like it sounds like a woman. Okay. Is that like that scene in Space Camp? So where he has to go and find. The, never mind. I'm sorry. So it sorry, literally man. is Gravity the movie the game. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. If I mean, it's a stranded female astronaut. Peter Jackson's King Kong, the movie, the game. Yeah. Street Fighter, well, the movie, the fighting, Marty the game, the, the movies. I, I'm picking the movie up. Game. I want to read this quote. Yeah, hit me. So Animorph tweeted, Things yeah. Adrift does not have. Hit me. Guns, yeah. bullets, enemies, cutscenes, mm-hmm. famous mm-hmm. actors, or, pl- or paywalls. His next tweet, Things Adrift does have. Spinach, Latin, game mechanics, computers, sweet particle effects, really fun <laughs> controls. Really fun controls. I love all those things. I think you I got the wa- you got W... Uh, well, it's uh, there's a PC version that supports Oculus Rift. Uh, that's true. So that that's sounds right. amazing. So it's also like I would have to assume this is going to be a game that you have to navigate in 3D space in a very interesting way, like a first-person game that is you're a person, you are not a ship, you're you not flying no around. Yeah, like you just have yeah. to kind of like figure <laughs> it out, which is uh, oh! interesting yeah. because there was another game that was also revealed at the Game Awards, uh, the Fulbright oh, yeah. Company's Tacoma, and that is also a it's a seemingly first person no shooter 
Uh, hold the shooter. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> First person hold the shooter. An FPHTS. <laughs> um, set on a space station called the, the Tacoma. And I believe <clears throat> that in their blog post they said they're sort of figuring out how to navigate in places where gravity is strange yeah. how to navigate in hmm. first person so I love that yeah what if these are the same game you get to the end of Drift and you find the character from Tacoma you get down to Tacoma you get knocked you out at the end of Tacoma and you wake up in a drift and you find Joanna Drift who later goes on to be Joanna, Joanna Dark. Dark do you think that series is ever going to come back no yeah no yeah. <laughs> I'll bet Stop betting hamburgers, <laughs> you fat piece of shit. I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Uh, this is a bet that only you can win, though. If I was like, I'll bet you it never comes back. Like I'll be waiting a long time for that burger. I'm still trying to figure out how you get from a drift to Joanna Dark. I don't know. Because her name was Joanna. Well, the lead character of a drift is named Joanna Drift. If you haven't seen the <laughs> teaser trailer for uh, a one foot. ADR one foot. Uh, Check it out on IGN. I I was really impressed by sure, it. Sure, looks rad. And I am all for. I love first person sort of FPXs. Yes, I love FPXs. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Yeah, stuff like Gone Home, Firewatch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Banishing Ethan Carter. So excited about Ooh. Firewatch. Our buddy's going to the Rapture. Our <laughs> buddy tipsy. Actually, just to circle back, Firewatch. Yeah, yeah. That's a game that at this point. I would, expect, only, right? I would expect Sony to pick up the phone and be sure. like, we want that on PS4. Yeah. Phil, pick up the phone and pick it up. Firewatch on Xbox oh, yeah. One. 1 800 Campos Santos. 1 800 Sean Vanneman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a drift looks cool. I'm, I'm yeah. totally yeah. down for it. it. It's going to be good. Uh, and on that note, did you guys also. I know you, the answer is yes. Jared, did you get a chance to watch. <laughs> The Game Awards. Uh, no, I, I unfortunately that night I was unavailable uh, doing medical type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I caught the very very end um, and uh, watched some of the trailers afterward. Cool. You guys, uh, Marty and Mitch, you guys covered it. Yes, sir. Yeah. What, we, what did you think? Because I was tweeting about it all night. I'm curious what you guys thought of it. Uh, you know, besides the fact that Microsoft made a conscious decision to not show up based on your <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, earlier. that was weird. It was also almost noticeable because Nintendo showed up with three things. Yeah, like when Nintendo is is when showing revealing more Zelda gameplay. Yeah, and Microsoft isn't there with a Halo trailer. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, minor squabbles of it, like it was a little too long, and the the actual production was weird. Weird three quarter shots from weird behind of people's faces. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but game like it's all, it, December is usually a pretty quiet time, so it was rad to have all these trailers for all these games that I want to play, like AAA games, indie games. And yeah. then the next day at the Sony thing, like yeah, I I have to give Keeley a lot of credit. Jeff Keeley is the yeah. guy that puts that on. I mean, you know, last year's VGX was you know I think it was was not a great viewing experience. Yeah. Yep. There's a grease fire. Uh, <clears throat> and yep. but, well but to his credit, I mean, I thought this year he it was it was a fantastic show. It's mm. those shows. I mean, I've put on. I've helped put on things that are a tenth of that size here at IGN, and so I can. It's really hard yeah. to build a show like that. Yeah, production so I really sucks. Really tip my cap. It was definitely too long. I mean, it, I, I the first hour I was like super engaged. Yes. Yeah. And then it sort of hit a lull, and that lull kept going, and it was just <laughs> it was too long. A show it was three hours. Yeah. And people are tweeting me. Well, the Oscars are three hours. I was like, well, everyone also complains that the Oscars are too long. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think if I think I think Jeff will tighten it up to like ninety minutes next year, and then it'll be an awesome yeah. show. The that- problem with that though is that that entails probably having fewer awards, which is the biggest problem with this show. Is that it is still not an awards show. Like I, but- I thought the production was great. I thought it was a cool show. Mm-hmm. It did not celebrate games in the same way that his opening, his incredible opening monologue suggested it would. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a fair point, but there's. Unfortunately, sad reality is 
no one it's not financially viable to oh, put course. on an award show. And I still sure. think they should That's totally be like able the, to The BAFTAs exist. Yeah. yeah. And that those are real, sort of the re, quote with all due respect, the sort of sort of real yeah. video game yeah. awards the that are Yeah, because like I mean like no one watches the Oscars because they hope new trailers are going to be shown. Like that's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Like the Oscars are about it's like, about recognition. Yeah, well, recognition for the finest achievements in film of that year. Whereas these things, I would be willing to bet a vast majority of the people who tuned in did not care about the Roberta Williams, you know, retrospective, which, which is awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. But they just wanted to see, you know, what Zelda looks like. But that's a so, great point. Like that. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. After you. I mean, just the, real quick on the Roberta Williams thing. That's a really interesting thing there, right? Because it wasn't just about, hey, we have a new King's Quest reveal. It was also, this is a Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. and this is why these people matter. And but it's it interesting to, that. And they, they paired it well with the King's Absolutely. Quest Absolutely. That was yeah. probably my favorite part of the show, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, well, that's, the that's the, the new game to. looked awesome, by the way. Sure. Yes. So I missed this thing. Uh, what was the moment of the night? Uh, I mean, that was, that was up there. So they brought Roberta and was Ken? Ken Williams? Yep. Yes. Uh, right. Sort of a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, was it Neil Druckmann? Handed yep. it out. Um, and then they Mystery House and all. Huh? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely. Literally passed the t- not literally, but they met, figuratively passed the torch to. The I love that the new the new developer of this new King's Quest. Remember, oh, the- Telltale had the rights. They yeah. were going to yeah. do yep. a game, and then they ended up passing on it. They yep. ended up not doing it. The odd gentleman. Yeah, are maybe Winterbottom. Yeah, yeah, the adventure, the mis- misadventures, or adventures? Goes the misadventures of Phoebe Winterbottom. Fun fact about those guys: they started as. College students. They were a t- hmm. it, PB Winterbottom was when they were in school. That is, the, and they've wow, transitioned really to becoming. Rad. Yeah, yeah, good for them. I'm still wishing there was a literal torch, though. They awesome. passed. She passed the the hat. Yeah, a hat. Okay. Hat, so passing. There a hat passing. There we go. Yeah, yeah. hats. Are, hats yeah. are like torches. Yeah, but uh, the Koji Kondo stuff was cool. Yeah, yeah. The, I didn't like those Imagination Dragons. So I, w- I they kept hyping up the Imagine Dragons performance. Nonstop, and I was like, "Get that! Just get this garbage band out of here! <laughs> I can't stand Imagine Dragons." Yeah. But then they performed, and it was awesome because it was with. this really low key performance with Koji Kondo. Yeah. And the No Man's Sky stuff was cool. Oh my yes. god, it just looks neato. Now that that I watched afterward, mm-hmm. I was very happy to see. I'm, yeah. I can't wait for that game. Those guys take a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in a good way. All right. Uh, How do they say so, so optimistic? <laughs> yeah, well done, Jeff Keeley. Yeah. I mean, it was a great first year. Yeah, excellent, yeah, awesome. excellent show. Looking forward to the next year's version. Just the awards. Get, they're going to get rid of the G. They got rid of the V. Now they're going to get rid That's of the G. That's true. Yeah, we're down to the awards. Now it's just the games. And then the year after, it's just going to be the apostrophe S. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. 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 I got excited for that. You going to watch those? No. The Witcher Three got delayed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. The really great okay. thing is that when they clip out this segment of the podcast, the segment will begin with "The Witcher Three got delayed" and us all laughing. <laughs> Why are they laughing at the misfortunes of the whole? Uh, this is now the second, possibly third time this game has been delayed. Sure. To no one's surprise, I mean, it's a massive game. Yeah. They're yeah. Huge. I mean, also. I doubt this has anything to do with it, but Dragon Age set a pretty high bar this fall as like, hey, big open world, awesome fantasy RPG. Right. Our game is amazing. Now it's your turn, Witcher. And so if they, you know, I'm sure they're hoping that their game is something that will even exceed yeah. that. And so I'm, I'm mm. personally, I'm all for delays. Me too. Yeah. Every, Every time, time there's a delay, I'm like, yeah. yes. Finish it. I, I don't want food poisoning. I adore The Witcher 2. I yep. want them to get it right. Go ahead. Take your time, guys. Yeah. I can wait. It'll be there. Good game at the end. Fine. I, I think we're at a point in 
video games where no one should ever be upset about a delay because there's so many other great games to always play at yeah. any given mm-hmm. time. Not only are yeah dozens of rad games that come out before May 19th, but my backlog is awful right now. It's just yeah. horrible. I, th- this so fall is disgusting. My backlog could, could just if, beat up a child. If Master Chief Collection <laughs> had been delayed until February to get it all cleaned yeah. up, Nobody would have missed a beat. I'd been like, well, I'm playing a Sunset Overdrive and yep. Far Cry 4, and then Mar- Fast Master Chief would have come out. What if mm-hmm. all the games that released <laughs> like that were delayed? So no Assassin's Creed this fall, no Crew this fall, no Drive Club this fall, no Little Big Planet this fall, <laughs> no Halo this fall. Ugh. We yeah. would have no had lots to play. We would have had lots to play. Exactly. Just Dragon Age would, yeah. have, would have covered off on all of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can get a good 100 hours out of that, no problem. Dark so. 2015 is already looking really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did our around the office. Uh, what oh, yeah. what game we're excited for most? And like, I watched that. and I'm like, man, excited for all these games. And then I started thinking of all the games we didn't talk about. Yep. And I'm like, holy crap! Like, none of us mentioned Below or The Witness. And I'm like, all oh, these games. Yeah. Are I was gonna yeah. do. I was gonna do Inside. Yeah. But then I was like, well, I better say Halo because <laughs> nobody else has said it yet. Yeah. And also Halo. And no one said Metal Gear, which is insane. Wow. That is insane. I, no I one think, said Metal Gear? I think yeah. nobody said Metal Gear because expecting that assumed. game in 2015 is extremely optimistic. Ah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Kept you waiting. So, yeah. Uh, May 19th oh. for The Witcher 3. This is not a problem. The, the developer, CD no. Projekt Red, was very cool about it. They said they wrote a blog post the, announcing this saying, quote, we owe you an apology. We set the release date too hastily. It's a hard lesson, one to take to heart for the future. We know what we want to make Wild Hunt. We know what we want to do to make Wild Hunt one of the best RPGs you will ever play, and we continue to work hard to achieve just that. So we apologize and ask for your trust. I don't think, especially after, as you said, Marty, after this fall, no one should ever complain about a delay no, ever. I'm all fine. I'm fine with <laughs> Batman getting delayed like a week after the release date was announced or whatever yeah. that happened. After the game was announced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Batman yeah. Com- announced. Coming Arkham this Knight, fall. Coming this fall. JK. Coming next <laughs> June. Yeah. JK. June. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's fine with me. Get it right. As long yeah. as it comes out, as long as it's good in the end. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm so happy. Last Guardian. I'm so happy looking at this paper, though, yeah. Ryan, because the next mention on here, it, there's a Tecmo Super Bowl. Take reference. us home, Jared. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> Bo Jackson coming to Madden NFL 15 in Ultimate Team. Is he a one-man wrecking crew like in Tecmo Bowl for the NES? First, that's Tecmo Super Bowl. Got to get that one right. Yeah, my bad. A little so bit of a difference Just there. doing nothing but throwing Bo suck Bo Jackson TDs. was the first character to ever be OP. Okay. So. <laughs> Bo, Bo, yeah, Bo Jackson and Lawrence Taylor in that game yeah. are man Bo gods. knows uh, OP. Yeah. But, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. You know, do we even have to talk about Bo Jackson? We just talk about Tecmo Super Bowl and how wonderful yes. it is, please, for the it's, rest of the podcast. I, it is literally the perfect sports game. I don't know how yes. many hours I yes. spent playing that yeah. game oh, as a so kid. To this day, people update the rosters. Yep. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. and the teams. Yeah, yeah they, they've figured out a way to squeeze the expansion teams into the cartridge, so all 32 yeah. teams are there. Oh, my God. All the new players' rosters are updated every year. Yeah. Why aren't um, we doing a Let's Play video I, on this right now? I, I have, have pushed for that a couple of times. I'm going to try again this year. Just right. stop uh, asking would, and just do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you have the po- you're one of the few people in this office who has the power to actually record this and edit it and put it up. <laughs> yeah. on but the- I'm timid and weak. <laughs> um, just take a swig of your pee water jug there. there and we are, pee water jug. We call it bourbon. I really, really have to urinate right now. I really do. This was a terrible idea. Well, we'll take uh, our time to the Marketplace Report. So. Yeah. And so, coming out this week... Nothing. Right there's right. nothing coming out. Yeah, <laughs> retail, uh, nothing. There's literally no games out well, this week in yeah, retail. Yeah, there's a digi game. There's a digi... <laughs> 
It's like a Digimon game called Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Digimon. Assuming Osiris as in the figure that the Wu-Tang Clan raps about. <laughs> often. And not the Egyptian goddess. Uh, this is a $20 Xbox One game. It is a four-player co-op adventure game. It's a cool video game. Our review is up. Yes. Yeah. What I like about this game in practice, because I've only played it... I played a little bit back at E3, but mm-hmm. not since. Not since the it's been finished, but... It actually, the game adapts based, it adapts its puzzles based on if you have one player, yeah. two players, three or four. Yeah. It completely now, scales its puzzle. Are, are those four characters different like they were? Yes. In, okay. Yes, there's awesome. two humans and then two uh, space magicians. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they are in the story, but they got lasers. And and who's who's your favorite lord in this game? Oh my god, there's, uh, 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 there's Mumra <laughs> from Thundercats. Uh, there's snurf, snurf. there's Billy Blanks, the Tybo Master. There's uh, Geralt. That's his 2014 game. That's his 2014 game. There's the top three. There's more we could play. Yeah, we can also play Destiny: The Dark Below, the sequel to Speaker Box and The Love Below, the album by Outcast. Uh, it has a new raid called Crota's End. That's why Destin's not here, because Destin he's, literally has an addiction. Like, a bad addict. Like, it is... He has not stopped playing Destiny since Tuesday at yeah. midnight. There are We've times, stopped paying Whoa, him. really? Pretty much. Wow. This worries me. He only yeah. just showed up this morning, and he was... What do you think he was doing at his desk? Yeah. I, I told him... Um, legally in the state of California, he's yeah. now common law married to Dustin. <laughs> he, he, he left he left his copy at home and he came in to, to play some more. Yeah. He walked over to my desk and he's like, hey, do you have a copy? And I'm like, no, sorry, my box is empty. I loaned it out to somebody. And I came back, he came back and he started going through the drawers under my desk <laughs> and opening things. And just going through my desk like, like, where is it? Got me out my destiny. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing like, that would make this more of the most destined story I've ever heard is if he started yelling at somebody in public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh gosh! Uh, yeah, so I that's happening. I don't get it, man. I don't get that game. Uh, Showtime, anytime apps now there for Xbox One. Xbox, go to Showtime anytime. Thanks, Xbox. Uh, games with gold to still going out for December. X, to pair with your HBO Go mm-hmm. app, now you don't need TV anymore. Xbox, Congrats. go to Hobogo. What, what's on, what's even on Showtime? The uh, Nick. I don't know. The Nick was on Showtime mm-hmm. as Clive Owen. He was in. When I was a kid, that was like the. Like you catch some catch some partial nudity on there from yep. time to yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, Nick. But not quite as good as Cinemax. So it was Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah. Uh, for Gold, Worms Battleground on Xbox One, The Raven Legacy of the Master Thief. The, I almost said the Master Chief. That'd have been a weird game. Uh, <laughs> those two are through the fifteenth, and uh, SSX for three sixty is for the back half of the month. Any guys played Worms Battlegrounds? No, I don't like Worms I, games. No, I hear good things. I'm kind of over it. Like, I used to love them, and now I just don't care. I like Worms games. You know what game's dumb? Earthworm Jim. <laughs> uh, yes, that game is overanimated and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Damn. top worm games? Shots fired. Top although that, <laughs> although Earthworm Jim is the, the the precursor to the exosuits that have become so popular in video games. <laughs> Wasn't Earthworm Jim and Clay Fighters for some reason? Yeah, Clay Fighters 63 and 3rd. That yeah. one. That game was trash. Video games are so really dumb. Shiny sometimes. entertainment. Who made that? Shrapnel on this big <laughs> show for no reason. <laughs> uh, Remember when Messiah was going to be like the next best oh video game God. of all time? Yeah. Did you salt on Earth with Jim? Would he melt? I hope so. Uh, why did I interrupt oh, Messiah? Is Sorry, that what man. happens when you put salt on a worm? Is no, it actually, melts? it's a slug. It melts. It melts. It melts. It melts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, things well, I learned as a child. I thought child. it just died. No, it melts. It actually melts. Yeah, it's like a, it, yeah, like, it's like, it's like a molecular... Yeah, it'd be like they poured acid on you. Yeah, this planet, this this planet's got to go. 
There's this a lot town of, needs lot, an animal. A lot of cruelty in nature. <laughs> How's that even fair? But I know. It's just they, they, maybe, I don't know. It's like the circle of salt against witches. Maybe slugs are part witch. I don't know. Its greatest weakness is a spice. Yeah. Zesty spice. What happens if you pour kosher salt on them? Uh, I don't know. What about Never tried. MOBAs? What about, no. You get MOBAs when you pour What about seasoning kosher? salt? Seasoning salt? Well, it's still got salt in it, so probably still. What about top 10 salts? Uh, top 10 salts? The Angelina Jolie video game and movie, salt? Salt and Pepa. Salt I and Pepa? Veruca salt. Veruca salt. Both the band and, and, and the character. The character oh, that's like two. Yeah. All right. There's a Veruca salt in Buffy, that one? Okay. Yeah. I went to a fancy oh. restaurant somewhat recently. Marty, you were there, and they had like six different kinds oh my of God, salt. That was, and I didn't even know what to do. Dude, I was yeah. like, I don't know what this means. Oh, you yeah. got like the jalapeno salt for your popcorn. Oh no, it was just there was, it was crazy. There was like white salt, black salt. Yeah, there was black that's salt. Red that's salt. pepper. Okay. No, 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 there was black was salt. salt. <laughs> no, there was black salt. That no. was really weird. There was like rock salt. Veto. I veto yeah. black salt. There was, was like, rock what salt. Is, I don't oh, understand the difference. And then I was tasting them like. Apparently, I'm uh, Neanderthal because I can't taste the difference. Neither can I. It's just six different salts, five with food coloring on them. That's the Apparently. Same. Sure. Yeah. Salt Lake? It's Salt. No. Salt Lake City? <laughs> that's an awesome name for a barbecue place. Salt Lake City? Salt Lake City? That's actually yeah. pretty good. We are opening that tomorrow. Wow. That's, that's so good. really good. Hey, no one take it. That's my All idea. the transplanted Utahns mm. will come flocking to our restaurant. Like Sean Finnegan. Sean's from chop, Utah? Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Sean the Shark Finnegan. Chomp Finnegan. <laughs> get oh us, my goodness. Get us the hell out of here. All right, we'll be right Please. back with uh, Unlock Block. We'll give away a copy of Limbo. We've got plenty of them now for Xbox One. Yay. Unlock Block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! Stop looking at your phones. Sorry. Don't want to talk to me during the break. We were just we were researching the answer for the trivia oh, question. Oh, cheating? Yeah. I was looking up what is a Dota because I want to impress Mitch. Mitch That's is my hot date tonight. Uh, tomorrow for our company holiday party. Yeah. You guys are yeah. going to you know, yeah. arm in arm. Smooching. Did you hear this mistletoe thing from TGI Fridays? Oh, my God. What? So there, Do tell. Uh, the headline was uh, woman's nose almost chopped off by uh, TGI Friday's mistletoe drone. So what? a TGI Friday. Wait, they fly a drone with mistletoe yep, on it? Yep. So it was like a drone, like one of those, like, looks like a UAV in a Call of Duty so game. So there's some busboy flying it from the back row? Evidently. And it, the mistletoe is supposed to drop down and couples are supposed to smooch. So, like, when Mitch and I get the appetizer yeah, plate, yeah. we're going to smooch afterwards. Yeah, but, unlimited breadsticks. Yeah. Dude. But then. It's worth it. But then it, it went, dropped down a little too much and nicked her nose and her nose was just bleeding. Oh, God. <laughs> like, this is the How? Who gets paid for ideas of mistletoe <laughs> drones? Like, that is a drunk idea that should never leave a bar like that that idea should never leave the confines of a bar he's Correct. like well he was, the kid was probably controlling it it was one of those probably ones that has an iphone control yeah, oh yeah and then he got a he, he got like, a call he had, to, he, or he had to tweet it was like oh what's this and then just oh i then, forgot i disfigured this one <laughs> now she looks like dark <laughs> <My> man <nose. laughs> remember dark man yeah i do now she you can go as rudolph oh god um man <laughs> She don't got no nose. Get it? Because her nose is gushing blood. Can we do the trivia now? Yeah. TGI Thursdays. Mitch Power. So uh, Jared automatically wins, even though he's not here, just because sure. we love him when we missed mm-hmm. him. He'd probably he get had, it right. He had to step out for an important phone call, so we thank Jared for uh, sitting in with us this week. It was yep. good to hear from him. Follow him on Twitter at Petty you know Jared. I like him better than Destin. What? Suck what? it, Destin. No, I, just, I love both guys. They're great. No, this isn't like, oh, I love all my kids equally. Who do you love more? <laughs> Gundy you guys, because you're here. Boom. Shark Finnegan, because Whoever's here, I love. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. 
Mitch Power donated last week, we mentioned, and we weren't able to give his prize away, so we'll try again. I hope I pronounced. Phil has been following me on Twitter forever, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm going to go with, is it hopefully Natchum? I would, like Natchum. I would assume yeah. it's Natchum. As opposed to Nachum. 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 German. Nachum. Phil, we're going to go with Natchum, and he can correct Nachum me. Dead. Phil really Natchum uh, sent in this one because it's, it's live arcade related. It's in the spirit of Limbo, yeah. the prize. Limbo was originally released on Xbox 360 as part of 2010's Summer of Arcade. Which of these games was not also a part of 2010's Summer of Arcade? Hydro Thunder Hurricane, Castlevania Harmony of Despair, Toy Soldiers, or Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light? Which of those was not a Summer 2010? Was there only one Guardian? Arcade? Wasn't Guardians of Light? No. No, it was um, the, the dude was the Guardian of Light. No, no. That's right. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, all four, all four of these were some of arcade games. I do not believe that's true. Dun, dun, dun. I dun, dun, think dun. my answer <laughs> is D, Lara Croft, The Guardian so of Light. My, my answer is also D, just because I didn't think that came out in 2010. Yeah, I think it came out in 2011. Uh, yes, that and yeah, I don't think it was XBLA or some of arcade. Interesting. So we're both going with D. According to Phil, it was Toy Soldiers. Phil, you... Sorry, gentlemen. Phil! Oh. You'll both be. Uh, I have so little going for now. me, and Phil just he just took a <laughs> little I had left. Phil, you are just... the mistletoe aerial drone that cuts the <laughs> my nose of hope off. I don't know what that means. I'm, look, I'm looking up. I don't trust Phil. Donate generously to help Marty trust Phil. new nose of hope <laughs> this holiday. Remember that movie, Toy Soldiers? That was a dumb movie. Is that uh, with Tommy that... Lee Jones and? He was, oh, the, he was yeah. the lead soldier Where the guy. the toys came to life. Yeah. The animated, like, yep. aggro toys. Yeah. Wasn't, no, wasn't. It's was like Toy Story, but for little bros. But wasn't you're small, Phil Hartman small. in that? Another Phil? I think you were thinking of Small Soldiers. Oh. Oh, that's oh. what I'm thinking of. Uh, so it came out for XBLA uh, March 3rd, 2010. So March theory. 3rd, Dang. not summer. That's not summer. <laughs> Dang. You guys are so wrong. Phil's so That game right. is Phil. considerably older than I thought it was. We got knock-em'd. Knock dead, Phil. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. Well done, Phil. Uh, you've won yourself a copy of Limbo yeah. for Xbox One. Enjoy it. Congrats. It, it's a great game. game I, I'm almost to the end again, and mm -hmm. I've turns out I've forgotten most of that game because yeah. my memory apparently sucks, and I've also played like seven bajillion games since 2010. Sure, sure. And it's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Not did you get to that like that weird anti-gravity thing yet? Did you ever get to the... Did you ever yes, find the secret Hellfire? What? The what? Did you ever find the secret hell thing? It's no. like super hard to find. Look up a YouTube video. Never heard Here's of it. Here's a pro tip for an easy 70 gamer score if you're playing it on Xbox One. When the game starts, go left. Boom. Boom. 70 free points. Pro tip. Suck it, Wikis team. We're taking your <laughs> job now. Go left. Y'all fired. Sorry, Jared. Thanks for joining us. Also, I do not know how to use any of your equipment, so please teach me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you would like to be a winner of a copy of Limbo for Xbox One, send an Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one. And since we're giving you a digital code, we don't need your shipping address. So there. Mitch, where can they send that to? Unlocked.gn.com. Love it. Dot .guru. Dot .gov. IGN.gov. Dot MailChimp. <laughs> no, Kimp. No, hmm. no Crimp. All right. Uh, let's plug a Listen few things. Listen to cereal. Yeah. Start with IGN Prime, the one I voluntarily choose to plug. Real talk. Suck at other plugs my bosses told me Finally to got IGN yeah. Prime. I only plug things oh, I you believe did? in. Yeah. Did you talk to Tate? Yeah. I finally got IGN Prime. I got it Are you 30 seconds now? after email. Well, yeah, because I'm doing a feature where uh, I'm building the... Uh, the Best trailers of 2014. Ain't got yeah. time for pre-roll. Ain't got time for no. 14 pieces of pre-roll. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice. Valuable, right? It is awesome, actually. It's 30 bucks legit. a year. 
IGN.com slash Prime. You'll also get beta access to certain games and free games every now and again, as well as just paying our salaries, keeping the lights on. So yeah. we would love it if you would subscribe to IGN Prime and you'll have a better IGN viewing experience. That money goes straight into Ryan's In-N-Out fund. <laughs> into Ryan's gambling addiction. The paying <laughs> off is booking. I love that I have, a, I have a company credit card, but it's only good at In-N-Out. It's just yes. a company gift card. <laughs> <laughs> they just recharge it every yeah, now Yeah, again. it's like a clipper card. <laughs> you know what? That I actually, want that. I will have that. Yes. Yeah. Can I have that, please? I'll Excellent. pick my hotel. You just give me an In-N-Out card. I want to thank Jared Petty for hanging out. His You can follow him on Twitter at Petty, Jared, spelled out. Petty, Jared. He's C-S-C-O-M-M-A. awesome. C-O-M-M-A. Yeah, he's, he is pretty much... Uh, like a fighter? What? Never mind. Anyway, huh? he does... He said MMA. If, if you've watched any like GTA wiki stuff, it was probably made by Jerry. Yep. Mm-hmm. He is loves that game, and obviously with the new version out on Xbox One, PS4, he'll uh, he's continuing to, to do a lot of GTA coverage, so yeah. um, he's the guy to thank for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Marty, I'm going to you. Plug things. Yeah. Uh, Plug yourself, that son. feature the feature I just mentioned on the uh, best trailers of 2014 will be up uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Th- on Thursday so possibly the day you're listening to this possibly the day after or maybe you're listening to this from the future yeah today's Wednesday not yeah, Thursday but if you are listening to it today but the day after would be if you're listening to it today today's it's the Wednesday. day after and if you're listening to it tomorrow what? not everyone just immediately listens to it the feature well, is going up tomorrow on right, Thursday but the podcast is going up today I'm super confused <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta, we gotta when, press on through. When will then be now? <laughs> Soon. That's a really good question. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, our game of the year nominees are going up soon. I just recorded a video today. Can't. I guess I don't want to spoil those. No spoilers. Ten very rad games. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. literally as we just said, you should listen to a podcast called Serial. Yes. S e r i a l. Does that have anything to do with video games? It is so good. Yeah, it's like a spinoff of uh, This American Life, but it's uh, each episode chronicles. It's all chronicling the exact same court case murder from uh, 1999, but it's just amazing storytelling. Yep. And just amazing radio. And, and, it's like, and amazing journalism. Yeah. So it's like the Tales from the Borderlands of NPR? It is. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. it is, boom. It is that. Claptrap pops Solve up. Solve that one for you. Yeah. And if you listen to it, you'll understand why Mitch and I made a male Kimp joke. <laughs> Which literally doesn't make sense no. unless you listen to it. Male Kimp? Male Kimp? Mitchell? Uh, I reviewed Vainglory on iOS, and didn't I also do something this week? Did I do work this week at all? Nah. I okay. thought I did stuff. Well, uh, mentally checked out at this point, right? For the holidays? Yeah. We're going to sure. be doing some Let's Plays. We've got some Let's Plays lined up. Yeah. Oh, you and I are going to Let's Play a cool new game tomorrow. Yes. That's, uh, is it coming to X? I can't remember if it's coming to Xbox or Definitely not. PlayStation. Yeah, and PC. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's it for now. Cool. Now I, now I want to know what game you're playing. You can't tell me? I guess. It's announced uh, that you said Enter the Gungeon. No. It looks like, seriously, Zelda and old school Zelda, like NES Zelda and NES Contra, got drunk, hooked up, yeah. did it, yeah. had a kid nine months later. And oh, they didn't kid's... use protection. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do I not know about this game? Because you were probably writing a new story when they announced it. Oh, was it announced during? Yeah. Oh, see, that's the problem with writing news during these award shows. You miss everything. Is that, well, yeah, you miss like two-thirds of things because you're on a story and then you miss the next two stories until right. your next story comes up. Then you watch, oh, go watch my handy wrap-up of the PlayStation Experience. Exactly. Nice. That. Boom. Or the Game Awards. Boom. Yeah. Oh. TGAs. Tigas. Yeah. Well, that seems cool. You? Anything you're, any, anything that's you're a, pimping? That's an that's a image format. Is it? Yeah. It? Probably. Is it? You're thinking of... Uh, Is it like a TIFF? You're thinking of JPEGs. 
Oh, or that's another image pings, format. Pings. Remember Kids Picks? Nope. That was weird. Not at you all. don't remember Kids Picks? Nope. No. Nope. Program elementary school. Like one of the first. It was like Oregon Trail, Number Munchers, and Kids Picks. Kids Picks was like Mario Paint, but for did a not PC. have Kids Picks. Had that played, other stuff. I played actual Mario Paint. Oh man. I think I had like Math Blaster. I think that was the thing. Yeah, Math Blaster hmm. was the thing. Hmm. Die Katana. That classic educational game. I'm sure that's been studied at some point. Yeah. For the wrong reasons. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I don't even know if I'm doing anything right now that's yeah. worth Dying Light is still trucking along. Yeah, Dying Light IGN first. A lot of cool videos going on there. Mm-hmm. That game looks rad because it's, like I said, it's Left 4 Dead plus Mirror's Edge. Yep. Sweet. New IP. Love it. All on board. Mm-hmm. Choo choo. Mm-hmm. Get rid of and those they, old gens. Yeah, they ditched them old gen versions. Yeah. It is all about dat new consoles. What is that? What is, is ditching old gen like the equivalent of like putting your aging parents into like a sad old people's home? Oh man. Well, if you're if and spending if, that money on a sick new car. If you never visit those parents sure. ever, because that's what's going on but with the, these games. Yeah, never... but the thing was, I had to visit my <laughs> I had to visit my my grandma when I had to review Kingdom Hearts two point five. The PS3 is my grandma. The 360 is my grandfather. That might be the last time I visit my grandma. <laughs> also, all of my grandparents are dead in real life, so this is weird. <laughs> what is happening, Ryan? Why did you let me talk? <laughs> Why did one of you stop me? There was like six points this episode. One of you should have stopped me. Yep. <laughs> it's more fun That's to let true. it go, really, quite frankly. Let's be honest with ourselves. Somehow, I feel like there's always a Destin on this podcast. And this podcast, I feel like I was the Destin. You were Destin this episode. The ghost of Destin just floating around the room. We got to have it somewhere, man. Yeah, trying to find those titanium scraps or whatever the hell the currency in Destiny is. Titanium scraps? Tinfoil. You just find tinfoil. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Most of you get the show on (laughs) iTunes. Search Podcast Unlocked. Click subscribe. Then it just automatically downloads for you every week. Uh, Yeah, Game of the Year awards coming up. All kinds of fun stuff. Keep an eye on IGN for the rest of the year. And yeah, we'll have, so we will have a show next week. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out when to record it because we're all going to see The Hobbit as a staff mm. during what would normally be podcast time. Maybe I'm, we'll do it in the morning, Wednesday morning. Sure. Probably. I'm seeing that movie Tuesday night and I am certainly not seeing it twice. I will probably pass on the staff screening. Okay, well, we'll still have to rearrange the show. Yeah. Even I'll though. just host it alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mitch weeping into a, into a glass of alcohol. So how weird would that be if on our podcast feed you downloaded it? It's literally ninety minutes of a man of a crying. Man that would be that's an a amazing conservative troll. estimate. What if the next episode of Serial was just Sarah Kane crying? <laughs> what? What does that even mean? And not his claptrap. For Marty Sleva, Jared Petty, Mitch Dyer, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 170. Was it? Three. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Until then, the balcony is closed. What?
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.